The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests. Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of Two Millennials One Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Gable. And I'm Samantha Green. <laughs> just, Lies. Just kidding. I'm Evie Richmond. And today, we're talking about the Mandela Effect. Per usual, if you have yet to subscribe to this show or have yet to share this show with at least 35 people, you need to do so because we really appreciate that. Also, this is your very last chance to send in a question for the first Ask Us Anything extravaganza, which will be our 20th episode barring some emergency. What if I break my leg? Then we're still doing it. But what if I'm like in the hospital? Will you come see me in the hospital and do the podcast? Absolutely. Even though they're like, sir, only family. I will barge past them <laughs> with mics and a laptop and we will get this sucker recorded because that's how important this is. So be prepared for that. As I said before that tangent, if you have a question, please send that into two millennials one podcast at gmail.com or slide into one of our inboxes. DMs. Why didn't you use that phrase? Because I'm old. As I said previously, today's episode is about the Mandela effect, which is something that is just popping off in culture currently. For a definition, the Mandela effect, in case you don't know, is the collective misremembering of a fact or an event. <laughs> this bugs me. It was brought to my attention a while ago about Curious George not having a tail. And so that's when I kind of like started researching this whole thing. And it freaks me out and I don't like it. It's weird that so much of the population can all collectively misremember something, be it trivial or be it really important. It's a weird mass phenomenon. And in fact, it is named after Nelson Mandela, who apparently a lot of people thought died in the 1980s in prison, when in all reality, he died in 2013. I think this one is slightly older than us. Did you think that Nelson Mandela died in the 1980s? No. I, I mean, I didn't really know a whole lot about the dude. Yeah, I knew about him, but I never thought he died in the 80s. But still, that phenomenon of people thinking he died in the 80s is why it's called the Mandela Effect. There are some other names for it, false memories and that type of thing, but we'll go with the Mandela Effect for the purpose of this episode. This is like 1984. Have you read that? I have not, but I'm aware of the concept. They like have a way of thinking that they want everyone to follow, and so they rewrite history as they're going, and they will erase all versions of past news and things like that so that it goes along with how they want people to be thinking. So what if our government is doing that? Yeah, and that plays right into the next point here of what causes the Mandela effect. There are several things people think are happening, and that's one of them that Abby just pointed out. Here's the list, though. The first theory as to why the Mandela effect happens or why people all misremember something is the idea of parallel universes. But is it like we're jumping into a parallel universe or that we are remembering a memory from our different selves? I believe the theory is we've slid into another universe. We've slid into a parallel universe where in one universe, Nelson Mandela died in the 80s, but we slipped into another timeline where he actually died in 2013, where we remember the past event, and then we're all surprised when that's not actually what supposedly happened. So what if it's someone that like learned how time travel works and they changed something that accidentally made Nelson Mandela not die, so we lived both realities? Conceivable. I could jive with that. 
All right. Abby approves. Theory number two, this one intrigues me and we've talked about it before, is we all currently live in a simulation (laughs) and these facts that we supposedly misremember are glitches in the quote-unquote matrix. Hmm. Also like a different pop culture reference, Wreck-It Ralph. Have you seen that one? Have not seen that one. Oh my goodness. The like main guy lost in a game and so he rewrote Vanellope Von Sweets' code so that she was a glitch and she couldn't win anymore. And so she thought she was this like messed up person because she was a glitch. Yeah, that's what people think the Mandela effect is, is a small glitch in the program that runs our simulation where something's now suddenly different, but we all remember the old thing and it screws with us. What if it's just like our brains are dumb? That's theory number three. (laughs) Theory number three is memories are terrible. And what happens is we will remember pieces of things or parts of things. And what the Mandela effect is supposedly explained by by rational people is everyone just remembers the same component or something leads you to believe some component of something that's not actually accurate. And over time, uh, more and more people start to recollect this one thing. And then reality has been wrong the whole time. Like you brought up Curious George and his tail. And we've just all assumed that a monkey named Curious George would have a tail. But in reality, he wasn't drawn with one. But we all remember him having one, even though he didn't. But that's probably just our brain filling in that part. Like that piece of information. Definitely. That's exactly what it is. Mm. And that's some of it. And when people try to explain away the Mandela effect, that is exactly what Abby said. Our brain's trying to fit in pieces that should be there that maybe weren't. And as we go through a list of things that we have cumulatively experienced as the Mandela effect, I think some of those can be explained away through what our brains fill in. And then I guess the fourth reason why the Mandela effect could be happening is what Abby pointed out originally, is the government just going and infiltrating society and changing things to make you question your sanity, to make you question narratives. Is that happening? Probably. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not like huge government conspiracy theorist, but it's possible. I suppose anything is possible. You are dealing with the most powerful nation on earth. Could they retroactively buy up all of the Curious George books and erase his tail and then force the company to produce new ones? Well, I mean, is it just Americans that are experiencing these things? What if it's just not our government, but it's actually like the UN or some gigantic universe controller? Could be the lizard people. Who knows? (laughs) All right, so what we're going to do for the remainder of this episode is we're going to explore some of the large topics that fall into this category of Mandela effects, and some of these I truly have fallen for. I believe the old thing, and some of them are just weird, but we'll see what side we fall on and see if we believe the effect. The most popular one that I've seen, this is the one that got me into the Mandela effect and introduced me to it. The idea of that family of darn bears called the Baron Stein, Berenstein. Stop. That's not what it's called. What's it called, Abby? It's called the Berenstein Bears. The Berenstein Bears. There you go. And that's part of the debate. I, along with thousands and thousands of other millennials, thought this whole time that it was Berenstein Bears. B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. Is that what you thought? Yeah. And it's not. Supposedly, if you go right now to a bookstore and buy a Berenstein Bears book, it is B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. And this does not feel right. No, I guarantee you I have a book somewhere at my house that has Berenstein. And that is what everyone says, but as far as I can tell, no one has produced a Berenstein Bears book that is spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. 
the reason I think it was Berenstein with the E is because my great grandmother's maiden name is Stein, S T E I N. And every time I looked at that Berenstein Bears book, I saw that in there. And I was like, oh, that is my great grandmother's maiden name. As weird as that is, I always remembered that. And then now to look at that book and see S T A I N, I don't even know what to think. But currently, I don't think anyone can prove that it was previously S T E I N. I've never heard it pronounced any other way than Stein. I mean, Steen. Berenstein. Yeah, I've never heard it pronounced any other way than Berenstein Bears. And if it's pronounced that way, then it would almost have to be E-I-N. Yeah, you can't pronounce an A as an E-N. Correct. Yeah, this one really trips me out. I could have sworn it was S-T-E-I-N, and it, for all intents and purposes, is not. So what explains that? Can really thousands and thousands of people, including Abby and I, misremember this? I don't understand why they would change it, though. There's a theory behind that. Oh, of course there is. So, S-T-E-I-N has Jewish connotations to it. It's related to Jewish things. And the idea was that in order to... Remove our affiliations with it. Correct. They changed it to S-T-A-I-N. I guess that's understandable. I mean, that's a conspiracy theory at this point. How would they do that? Did they go into Abby's house and replace her Berenstein Bear book with a new one? Yeah. I want you to go home (laughs) and I want you to find that book. And folks, if there is a special episode that drops later this week, it's because she's found a book and we're going to prove that the Mandela effect is some government conspiracy. Be prepared. It's going to happen. Just kidding. I don't know. I'm really nervous. I want it to happen. I want her to go find it and it be S-T-A-I-N and her to have a meltdown. There may be a follow-up episode on that just me crying because her whole life is a lie (laughs) if you remember it s-t-e-i-n please email into the show please tell us we'd love to hear if this is just us and thousands of other people or if it's our listeners as well next one I'll see if I can fish this out of you. There's a show in the late 90s and early 2000s, I believe with Sarah Jessica Parker and three other ladies oh yeah 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 what's that called sex Rick sex in the city in yeah and that's what everyone thinks They believe it is sex in the city. And I'm, again, guilty of this. It is not sex in the city. It is sex and the city. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But apparently the show is called Sex and the City. Well, I've never seen it either, so that could just be me not paying attention and just listening to people go, Sex in the City. I've seen quite a few episodes, unfortunately. It's a terrible show, but I always thought it was Sex in the City. See, but like, I don't notice the difference between in and and unless you're enunciating it. Is, do you think that's the issue? That everyone the problem. is so poor at enunciating English that we think that Sex in the City, Sex in the City are the same thing? Yeah, I didn't notice the difference. Fair. That's probably it. I don't see any other reason why they would change it. But like Sex and the City is a show all about people having sex and whatever city they're in. Are they in New York? Where are they at? That sounds about right. Sex in the City is all about people just having sex in New York City. (laughs) Which both kind of makes sense. Is that what the show's about? It's four middle-aged women trying to have relationships in the city. So yeah, there's some sex involved, but I wouldn't say that's the whole plot of the show. It's a soap opera. Yeah, pretty much. All right, here's another one. I think this is the last one where I'm truly slightly freaked out. A lot of people, a lot of people think that there was a movie in the mid-90s about a genie starring a guy named Sinbad. We've talked about this one, and I don't know the movie at all. Okay, so if you don't know the movie, then this won't come as a shock to you. But everyone believes this movie exists, and it does not. There is no proof that there was a movie in the 90s about a genie named Shazam. Shazam was supposedly the name of this movie starring Sinbad. 
And I vividly remember this movie. I'm pretty sure I've seen this movie, and it does not exist. What people think is happening is it's being confused with another movie about a genie called Kazam that was played by Shaquille O'Neal. I also remember that movie. I thought there were two of them. I thought it was one of those deals where someone makes a cool movie, and another Mm. studio's like, oh, boom, better get in on that. But in reality, supposedly, that Sinbad movie did not exist whatsoever, and that freaks me out. How do you confuse Shaquille O'Neal, who's seven foot two, large and black, with Sinbad, who's... Not either of those things. I don't even know who that is. For those of you that don't know, the Younger Millennial segment, go Google Sinbad, and you probably will not feel anything or know anything, but that's who Sinbad is. Name some peanut butters for me, Abby. Um, Peter Pan. Good one. Jeff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the one I wanted. I wanted Jeff. Oh. There's a Mandela effect that supposedly people think that there's a peanut butter named Jiffy. No. So Abby refutes this. You don't remember Jiffy at any point? No. no. There's like the Jiffy Lube at Walmart. There is Jiffy Lube, but no peanut butter named Jiffy? No, it's Jeff. I concur. I do not remember a peanut butter named Jiffy, but a large portion of the population swears that there was a peanut butter called Jiffy. Wait, is it correct that the peanut butter is called Jiff or is it called Jiffy? The peanut butter is indeed called Jiff. We are not part of the people that believe that that has been changed or that we slipped into. Maybe you and I were in the regular universe and we didn't switch over to the parallel universe where it used to be. That's so hard to wrap my head around because like, do some people switch into the parallel universe and then come back? Because some people remember some things, but like some people don't. But we're simultaneously existing. Depending on your interpretation of physics, it could be the whole universe sliding in between parallel universes, or it could just be you and your timeline. All right, here's another one. In the film Star Wars, the original, have you seen that? Mm, Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Viewers are going to charge on me for not seeing Star Wars. All right, well, we'll go ahead and try this, even though she can't tell me whether she's seen it or not. Wait, like the first one? The original. Star Wars Episode Four, technically, A New Hope. No. Darth Vader. Do you know Darth Vader? Yes. Okay, okay. So the question is going to be about his like famous line. Exactly. Yeah, so, okay, well, I've never seen it. All right. So she admits she hasn't seen it. But the famous line in the end of the first episode of Star Wars where Darth Vader is fighting Luke Skywalker, everyone thinks Darth Vader goes, Luke. I am your father. I am your father. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not no, do, do it. No. <laughs> Perfect. That would make James Earl Jones proud. That was spot on. That was so good. In reality, what Darth Vader says in the film is, no, I am your father. Not Luke, I am your father. What is he saying no to? Don't ask that. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe you should do your research. Oh, says the girl who rolls in. What are we doing our episode (laughs) about today? You guys, I walked in and I sat down and... I didn't know what was going on, which is the story of my life. Did we tell them that we're back recording, not away from each other? We did not mention that. Oh, well, you guys, exciting news. I do not have to sit at home and try and set up my little baby laptop that I got in 2012 with a microphone and a pair of headphones that I stole from my mother's office to record this podcast. Yes, we are back in the same location recording this podcast, and it sounds way better. Yay! So yeah, a lot of the population believes that it is Luke, I am your father. I've heard that quoted a thousand times, and apparently that's not even how it goes. Got any idea for that? You think they rewrote the movie to make everyone seem stupid? Hmm. Honestly, out of all of these, do you agree that's probably the most conceivable one to actually change? 
It'd be easy. Yeah, how hard would it be to go back and edit a movie, re-release it? Granted, it would be hard if they had released it on video to go back and get all of those videos. I feel like it may have just been people starting to say, Luke, I am your father, so that if it's out of context, they know what they're saying. Absolutely. Without Luke there, if you just say, no, I am your father, that can be taken in a lot of ways. But Luke was popular enough where if you throw Luke in there, everyone knows immediately you're talking about Star Wars trying to emulate Darth Vader. Right. All right, next one. There's a film entitled Snow White. You know about Snow White? Oh, I know about Snow White. All right, we finally hit a movie that we both have seen. Okay, ready? Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Exactly. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? That is what everyone thinks she says. Oh, it's Magic Mirror. Very good. It is Magic Mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all. Why do you think that one happens? Just laziness? I think that in little short sayings like that, it's common for repetitiveness or easy sounding things. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. So Mirror Mirror sounds better than Magic Mirror. Fair enough. Man, Abby's just debunking all of these. I'm basically a genius, so I don't know why you're surprised. The Mandela effect is just not a thing. (laughs) This one, I do not understand, but apparently a lot of people get their minds blown by this. How many states are there, Abby? 50. There are 50 states. I, I totally used to think there are 52. Okay, I, <laughs> I retract what I said. A lot of people, including Abby, apparently think that there are either 51 or 52 U.S. states. I was maybe in fifth grade, and people made fun of me all of the time because one time I was like, there are 52 stars in the flag. It, it stayed with me for a long while. So just to go on the record here, there are, in fact, 50 U.S. states. I have a theory of why I think people think there are 52. I think people get hung up on the fact that there are 50 contiguous states, and then they throw in Hawaii and Alaska, and boom, they're at 52, when in reality, there are 48 contiguous states and 50 with Hawaii and Alaska. That makes sense to me. 51, I don't get, unless you are, I don't know, maybe you thought Puerto Rico switched from a territory to a state, and boom, there's 51, because there was talk about that a lot. But apparently, a lot of people don't know that there are 50 U.S. states. The last major Mandela effect item that I found that somewhat intrigued me was about the little man that represents the game of Monopoly. You know this guy? Okay, I get this guy mixed up with the guy on the Pringles can. (laughs) They both have mustaches, that's correct. Do they both have monocles? Ah, there she is. A lot of people swear that the Monopoly man had a monocle. Does the Pringles man have a monocle? That's a great question. I don't know. I haven't eaten Pringles in years. I haven't either. I don't like them. Honestly, I do not know if the Pringles man has a monocle or not, but the truth to the Mandela effect question is the Monopoly man does not have a monocle at all. Yes, he does. Okay, there you go. Abby thinks the Monopoly man has a monocle, but she's on her phone right now about ready to give it a Google. I assume she typed in Pringles, but (laughs) she'll report back to you with her dismay when she realizes the Monopoly man does not have a monocle. I, in fact, just typed in Pringles, not even the Pringles man. Even better. I assume it got you to where you needed to go, though. Okay, the Pringles man has no monocle. The Pringles man is like an oval with a mustache. How is that even a man? What would it be instead of a man? I don't know. It's like the Pringles face. Okay, anyways, Monopoly man. Ooh, it's a very Googled search term. Piss on that. He just has two little black dots. He has two black dots and a bushy mustache. They're not even eyes. That's the Monopoly Man. No monocle. So that's another one of those. If you have an old 1970s, 80s, early 90s Monopoly set laying around, dig that sucker out 
grab a community chess card and look, does he have a monocle or not? And if you find one with a monocle, please contact us, post it on Instagram. You will change the world. You will lend credence to Abby and all of the others that think the Monopoly man should have a monocle. Ooh, okay. I looked up ones that like put monocles on him and it doesn't look right. It looks yucky. Are you convinced now? Yeah. Do you think truly, Abby, that there is any instance of the Mandela effect that is accurate? Or do you think we truly are just crappy at remembering things? I think that we're not bad at remembering things. I think that we just don't pay attention enough to store the memories. And so our brain is like trying to do us a solid and fill in the blanks. Makes sense. I would agree with that. I do not think the government is trying to mess with us. I do not think we've slipped into a parallel universe. I do not think that we are in a simulation. Maybe. But if you are a true believer in the Mandela effect and you swear or you have proof that something has changed, please, 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 please contact us and we'll discuss it. Abby, you got a song pick of the week for us? Yeah, let me just pull it up because I didn't write it down. Right on. Are you surprised? Not at all. So I was looking through like my Shazams because sometimes when I don't know what to pick, I look through the Shazams that I thought were cool off the radio or TV shows that I watch. So this one is Glitter and Gold by Barnes Courtney. It's on like a Netflix show that my parents are watching and it's the outro song. And I don't know where I've heard it before, but I definitely have. And it's a really interesting song. It's not catchy or anything. My song pick of the week is another bop trying to hit these upbeat songs since it's summer and life is good. It's called Singularity by Hollow and Akimbo and just kind of makes you want to dance. I hope you all enjoyed this episode on the Mandela Effect. We will be back next week to answer your questions again. If you have those for us, please get those in ASAP. I hope you all have a lovely week. Stay milky. Don't stay milky. (laughs) Have a great week, folks. We'll see you later. We'll be seeing ya. Peace out. Bye. Special addendum, this week, after months and months of bullcrap, the human stain that is Eric (laughs) Greitens has resigned from governor of Missouri. And would you like to point out that this podcast was one of the early podcasts that called for that dude's resignation. God bless. And finally. He's gone. He's gone. What a moron. Not a good thing for the state of Missouri. Tying women up and taking pictures of them. Not advised. Folks, don't be like him. And remember that next time around when you have a choice to vote. Make sure you pick someone that's not giving off those creepy vibes. Yeah, do your research. Don't just vote for him because he seems okay. Bless up.